0: Meaningless thought. The shallop is strong, but the inside is right. It's time to be stirred. The time is now. The winds have changed. Read the signs, no time to hide. The winds
1: have changed.
0: Millennia ago. From the little cave on the tiny island of Podmos in the Aegean Sea, the heavens opened. Since then, the world has been fascinated by the cosmic upheaval brewing on the horizon of history. The upheaval is now upon us. It is within us. To some degree, it always has been. But there has been a sudden and violent shift in the affairs of the world. The winds have changed. Heaven will not be silent. Let's now join Father Anthony Bush, pastor of St. Stanislaus Koska, the Sanctuary of the Divine Mercy in Chicago, and author of A Mother's Plea, For the Winds Have Changed. Together we can
2: pave the way for a hopeful response to the signs of our times. Good afternoon and greetings, everyone, and, well, the two teens snuck in here to fill in before Father comes down. How are you, Tony? The Nick and Tony show. (laughs) We're going to get in trouble right now, so we'll get things going here. How you doing? Today's kind of your day, because you always say that with the rain in, and you and I were just discussing about how we talked about getting a car wash, (laughs) but yet we don't have to now because it's raining outside. This is the poor man's car wash. Well, it saves you a bundle, but also with all the, you know, well, snow and salt falling down, this helps out, and... It's like you said, saves you money with all that too as yeah. well. Yeah, it's it's like that. But I'm sure uh here he comes right now, so I'll now step here's over something right a little now. different. Yeah, hello father.
0: Let me describe what's happening. Father's look it's, it's priceless. Wow.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: they can do it without me.
3: <laughs> Welcome, Father. Wow. Well, uh, hi everybody. Yeah. No, I got into a conversation in the corridor there and I didn't realize it was uh it's not like you have a you know show to put well you know in fact before i begin let's just I, I i do want to ask everybody to pray i was up, i was um out uh most of the night um oh, one of our prisoners one of our prisoners got uh really sick uh and is in a very rather precarious posi- a precarious situation right mm-hmm. now so i was at the hospital i got the call and, and it's amazing cuz i Um, I got the call, I woke up at, I I woke up, actually woke up Mm -hmm. at, uh, before three o'clock in the morning. It's the worst. And, uh, but I normally don't do that. And Mm -hmm. uh, I woke up and and then all of a sudden the phone rang. Wow. And uh, it was, I was being called to this, uh, to the hospital. So uh, if you can just uh, keep, uh, keep. her name is Teresa. Just keep her in your prayers. Uh, it's kind of a touch and go situation right now, but the the family was there as one. It's uh it's very it's very hard. It's it's so yeah. hard. It's so hard to uh, to see somebody in a situation like that. You know, with the tubes and the uh, uh, well. You know, I, I'm not going to go into all yeah. the details, but uh, we were able to pray the chaplet and. Uh, and i was saying but anoint anointed her and then prayed the uh, uh litany left about six thirty this morning so it's been uh uh it's, it's it's been and then went right to the chapel and prayed the rosary really asking for a miracle um that she' be restored the the fullness of health quickly very quickly uh so that's uh probably why um okay, I just took these off. <laughs> Speaking of uh, praying the rosary and uh, afterwards, I, you know, and, and, and we pray as well for the the people of uh, Turkey and uh, and uh, Syria. What a what a what a devastation! I mean, yeah. really, so sad. Uh, but you know, this is uh, part of the reality of life. And it, what's interesting, and I and and I had to. We, we've mentioned this before but here again you know there's i've got here you see uh, tony uh, we don't this is in television this is radio but <laughs> this is a, a picture of uh is this the, the, yes i've seen the, that the, picture the cathedral did you yeah. see that the, oh. ca- the cathedral of the diocese of uh, anatolia turkey completely destroyed but the statue of the blessed virgin mary stands in the midst of all this rubble, completely unscathed, mm. and this happens so often. We brought it up many, many, many times. And what does it? What does it tell you? What does it say? You know, because uh, some people might say, "Well, you know, the, the statue was preserved, but but what about all those thousands upon thousands of people who?" died or are, are are buried maybe still alive under the the debris yeah. uh well I guess what it says is you know that uh, death is not the end um and I, I guess you could interpret it in many many ways but uh number I, 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 what this thought just went out of my head now um, you know, I say so often we're not condemned to be here forever, mm-hmm. and just as I came from the hospital uh, this morning, uh, I, and and was praying the rosary in the in the chapel, I, I thought uh, I had just had a conversation yesterday, and I think we have this conversation always on the radio, and I, and I and I'm very very open about you know what we deal with in the parish. You know, the we we never know what's coming through these doors, but But nobody goes through life unscathed, and we don't know what awaits us, and and we need to be uh, prepared. We need to be be prepared, and the 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 fact that these statues, or these images or icons of Our Lady, usually it's uh, Our Lady or uh, Our Lord, or it could even be I've seen you know a a Bible uh, that was uh, there was a a huge uh, one of these fires in it was either in California or in Australia. And entire neighborhoods were, were burned to the ground, uh, but but a Bible was left open, and I don't remember the uh, to what page, but mm-hmm. it was it, it spoke to the reality, it spoke to the reality, and and maybe in a, in, a, in a day like ours, uh, we have to uh, remind ourselves that uh, you know God uh, better be the foundation and the center of life. We come from God, we go to God. We're, we're created by God, for God. And, but we have to choose uh, to live in God. And uh, certainly the uh, uh, the dogma of the assumption of the Blessed Virgin Mary into heaven, uh, which was only, well it was always believed in the, in the Church, it was uh, declared infallibly dogmatic, which means that, you know, as, as a Catholic you have to believe this, that the Blessed Virgin Mary at the end of her life was assumed body and soul, in the fullness of a personality, into heaven. And why was that dogma infallibly proclaimed, even though it had been believed from the very beginning uh, of the Church's history? Why was it infallibly proclaimed in 1950? Well, it was because of the devastation that took place during the Second World War, and millions upon millions upon millions of people uh, died during that time. And so it was uh, uh, the Church's way of reminding us that uh, death is not the end; that we're destined, we're destined for God. Jesus said after He uh, instituted the Holy Eucharist. Uh, He says, I go to my Father and your Father, there I go to prepare a place for you that where I am you will be, but I will not abandon you, I will be with you, I will stay with you. And he's with us in the Word of God, in the sacred tradition of the Church, in the sacraments of the Church, he uh, literally, mystically feeds us with his body, his blood, his soul, and divinity in the Holy Eucharist so so that we not collapse as we go on our way and that we uh, allow uh, in, in all humility that we allow Jesus uh, to take possession of our lives to live in, in us and through us so that we can bring that hope and that light and that peace and that strength into the world, because uh, tragedies happen every day, and and nobody but nobody will go through life unscathed. Uh, it's... it's uh, it, it's, it's part of the, uh, the, from the book of uh, Paul's letter to the Romans, uh, which I just find uh, uh, one of the readings that if I, if a family, at a, at a funeral, if a family asks for me to choose a reading, I always choose this reading. But it's uh, that, that the whole of creation, while we've been redeemed through the blood of the cross, uh, and the kingdom has come, but it's not fully realized, it's in our midst, but nonetheless, the whole of creation groans inwardly as it awaits its, its, its liberation. And we, too, who have the Spirit of God, we groan inwardly as we await the liberation of our bodies and our soul. That that, you know, I've, I've asked a question many times, I've probably asked it here on the radio, but has is, is there ever been a day when you haven't suffered something of the mind, the body, the soul, or the Spirit, Uh, and nobody ever raises their hand. I ask that question quite often, and often at at funerals. Uh, Again, to drive home the point that we're not condemned to be here forever, and yet we're lovers of life. We're committed to life. Our love is sacrificial because of our commitment to God, because of of what God has done for us. And yet we live in a a time of, of great... Rebellion, we're we're passing the great apostasy, the going away from the faith, the the radical secularization of society. So I let's just in just keeping with that. There's a number of things I want to touch on today, but as I was reflecting on, as I saw that picture and I was praying the rosary because I saw it right before I. Went into the chapel to pray for the ro- pray for the rosary. I just come back from the hospital and uh, got ready, you know, because I, I uh, had to take shower and all that, and uh, do what I normally do. And that is make the holy hour. And so I offered it for uh, Teresa and prayed the rosary, you know, for that there would be a miracle that she would be restored rapidly to the fullness of health, uh, and uh, the. But before I saw it, be, be, before I went into the chapel, I saw this picture, this mm-hmm. image of, of Our Lady, and, and as I was praying the Rosary, I was thinking about the, you know, how the Blessed Mother and all the apparitions has, has asked us over and over and over and over again to pray the Rosary. Uh, and I found uh, these ten messages, and there are many, uh, from the Marian apparitions, because I do believe that heaven is, is, is trying to Awake us up, don't you think? Yeah, that heaven's trying to wake us up. Uh, you know, God is, uh, as they say, as He says, slow to anger, merciful, full of compassion. Mm-hmm. Uh, but He is a, a God of justice, and He doesn't. God doesn't want to lose anyone. Otherwise, He wouldn't have uh, taken. Uh, God, the Father, wouldn't have sent His only Son uh, to suffer, uh, this this death, to lay down His life, to take our sins to Himself. Uh, to redeem us to save us but he didn't do it for not to say you can ba- basically you know people do whatever you want it's okay no he, he, the, the 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 call to uh, be obedient to the commandments of god because remember we're, we're pilgrims on a journey we're not going to be here forever and we've got to carry each other through we got to take care of each other and carry each other through this life not into sin, but into holiness of life. I think that's a reading that's coming up, not this week or, or, or is it this week or next week? This week we have the, the annual appeal, but uh, be, I think it's a week, the, week, the Sunday before Ash Wednesday uh, from the uh, book of Leviticus, uh, be holy as the Lord your God is holy. Jesus says, be perfect as your heavenly Father is perfect. It's a mandate, the call to be perfect, to be holy, uh, which means to be fully imbued with the life of God. If we, if we're created by God, we come from God, we're destined for God, then the norm would be that we live in God. But in the exile, we're certainly in, the in a spiritual battle, and uh, we 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 talked about this uh, the other day, right? That at the Grammys, uh, I think we talked about it on the radio. Mm-hmm. You know, just the. Uh, the overt uh demonic display uh and it's uh, truly uh overt demonic display and it has so much to do with the free reign of the flesh. uh it's 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 like uh watching uh I didn't see it I saw clippings of it I don't watch the grammys I don't watch any of this stuff but mm-hmm. um but I did see it because it was a news item but the uh it was you know, subjecting the viewers. Uh, I don't know how many people tune in, but you're talking millions upon millions upon millions of people. And they're, uh, they're subjected to a, a, what, what appeared to be pornographic. <laughs> it didn't appear to be. It was. Por- it was. Okay. It was. And the interesting thing is,
0: and I've been thinking about this, is how this is accepted now. I mean, at one time, you wouldn't even think of doing something like this on TV.
2: You think about how it would offend
0: so many people, but this is like, it's like commonplace now.
3: It would never be, it would never be permitted. Even even to say uh, a a swear word was never permitted. You know, when we go back to early TV, this is going back, way back before most people's time, but uh, when I was just a a child, you know, but it was really after the sexual revolution, Mm -hmm. or, or maybe before that, actually, that that it, it, you know, they kept pushing the, the envelope, right? See, it's interesting. I've, I've heard this so many times and never understood it until what you said
0: right now, um, how if we don't if we don't learn from our past today, we, we, I think most of us never learn from the past. So when you would have said that like years ago and you think, okay, what? How this is so nice and all we need to do is let one thing slip... Whether it's an indecent word or an indecent, you know, thought or whatever it is, to think about then and where we are now, it makes so much sense why you wouldn't do it.
3: Right. Well, you know, everything's flipped upside down. So, I was reading <laughs> yeah. a, an article about the Anglican Church. I guess they're in some kind of a synod as well. Wow. Uh, this whole synod on synodality. I'm gonna. I wanted to touch on this as well if we get a chance, but. I'm Father Anthony. I want a change on the new EWTM Catholic Radio voice for Chicago land WSFI Catholic Radio on AM 750 WNDZ and on 88.5 FM WFSI.
1: Saint Stanislaus Koska Academy. Saint Stan's is an exceptional private elementary school in Chicago, serving preschool age three and four, pre-kindergarten, kindergarten, and first grades. We incorporate Catholic values and rigorous academic social emotional learning, Chinese, Spanish, STEM, and more, providing our students with leadership and life skills to transform our world. St. Stanislaus Koska Academy is conveniently located one block north of Division on Noble, just off the Kennedy Expressway. To schedule your tour, visit ststandschicago.org. St stands Chicago. I'm David Carollo, Winds of Change guest host, and you are listening to the Winds of Change. Sometimes it's tough to hear Winds of Change over the air, what with tall buildings, power lines, and other static. Now you can hear Winds of Change anywhere, anytime, or on any device. When Winds of Change is on the air Monday through Friday, noon to 1, go to ststandschurch.org. Scroll down to the Winds of Change tile and click on the
3: Listen Live button or visit Winds of Change Facebook page to see the Listen Live link. Welcome back, everybody. Thanks uh, for being with us. I'm Father Anthony and Winds of Change, uh, the TNT, uh, t- uh, Tony, e- e- today or tomorrow. Eventually, it's going to be going on for some time, but um, it's, it's about inclusion. It's about welcoming. It's about listening. It's about dialogue. Um, I think we need to listen to God first. I think we need to be in dialogue with God. I think we need to uh, adhere to, obey, fulfill the commandments Mm -hmm. of God as as, as spoken to us in the book of Deuteronomy. And then we prove ourselves to be a wise, intelligent, uh, graceful, Uh, uh, noble people. We become the envy of others because they wonder, who are these people and who is their God? Uh, Jesus opens up the, uh, the Sermon on the Mount with the Beatitudes and then the, the, the call to be obedient to the laws of God, the commandments of God. He says, I have come not to take any of this away. And yet we live in a, in a society that, that doesn't uh, regard the commandments of God. Um, that, let, let me just go through these. Uh, mm-hmm. the, the, these are just ten quotes. Right. From Our Lady, and these just these are only ten. I mean, if I had the time, and I one of these days I'm going to do it. I think I've done it uh, before, but just uh, the different messages of Our Lady. And see, the thing is, you know, if people have a difficult have a problem with, uh, as, as many Protestants do, with the dogma of the Assumption of the Blessed Virgin Mary. Basically, what the Church is stating there is uh, we're we're affirming what Jesus said. I go to. My, I go to, I go to, I go to prepare a place for you. That where I am, you will be. And so the proclamation that Mary, at the end of her life, was assumed body and soul. She who didn't sin, uh, who was predestined by God to be the mother of the, uh, the mother of God, the mother of the Messiah, the mother of God, Jesus is God. That she uh, would then be the, the we call it the, the mystical rose, the first to come to full bloom. Um, and, and, but in, in stating that dogma, that doctrine, that dogma, infallibly, is to affirm for everybody the truth of what Jesus said, that a place has been prepared for all of us, that where he is, we will be. Where, he, where she is, we will be. Uh, where loved ones are, those who died in God's grace, we will be. But we've got to, uh, this is a very, very dangerous time that we're living in, uh, again, the great apostasy, meaning the going away, and it's not surprising that the Blessed Virgin Mary and her apparitions, because she's, she's not frozen in the pages of sacred scripture, she's very much alive, and, and we believe in prayer we don't believe in prayer, we believe in God or we don't believe in God. Uh, yes, of course, it's a mystery because we're in the exile. We're we only we're in time and space, but but you know we you know we, and this is where we need to share faith because you know people we need we we need to talk about the fruit of our prayer. Uh, somebody had asked me, you know, why they didn't uh, uh, they, like being in the presence of the Blessed Sacrament. Which is God mystically present to us in the hidden guise of bread and wine, uh, the fullness of God in the blessed sacrament. And as as Catholics, this is uh, this is uh, an extension of the Holy Mass, the Holy Sacrifice, the Holy Eucharist. And you know how does God speak? I said, well, you know, it's just as Scripture says: "Be still and know that I am God." Be there. Uh, and, and, And I've brought this up before because I keep thinking about this. When we're before the Blessed Sacrament or when that bread and wine are consecrated on the altar of sacrifice, it becomes really the body, blood, soul, and divinity of Christ. In other words, God is present to us in a mystical way on the altar of sacrifice and preparing us for communion that he would feed us with himself. Again, the Mass is a sacred drama. Uh, the Father is we, the triune God, one God, but three persons in one God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, God who create, the Father who created, the Son who redeemed us, the Holy Spirit who sanctifies. All prayers directed by the Holy Spirit through Jesus, in Jesus, with Jesus, for Jesus, to the Father, whether we're conscious of it or not. And but that but, but but God Jesus is God, as He says in the in, in the farewell discourse. You know He's He's now revealing Himself. Because He's the only people who identified Jesus as God were the demons. Uh, they knew uh, uh, from the beginning in in the Gospels. They knew who He was. Uh, I, I say even Peter when he made his profession of faith, "You are the Christ, the Son of the Living God." Did he really know, did he really understand what he was saying? You know, no near man has revealed this to you, but my Father in heaven. But yet he denies him, you know, at the in, in the Garden of Gethsemane. That he even, uh, or as he's sitting in the courtyard after the arrest of Jesus, and he's there in the courtyard of Caiaphas, where Jesus inside is being interrogated. And and predictably, as, uh, as prophetically, as Jesus said, uh, Peter, you, because when, when, when Jesus said it would be taken by force, uh, and Peter said, "No, this shall not happen to you. I will defend you to death," and and Jesus says, "You know, get behind me, Satan. You're trying to trap me up, trip me up." Um, and, and Peter, indeed, uh, he says, "Yeah, before the before the cock crows tonight, you will have you, you will three times have denied that you even know me," and and in fact, three times. Peter denied, um, was eventually reconciled with Jesus after the resurrection, was made head of the church, and ended up uh, being crucified upside down. Uh, But the point being that uh, that not until Pentecost did they fully grasp that Jesus was God. Uh, or, or the whole doctrine, the dogma of the Holy Trinity, uh, one God but three persons in one God. And so we, and, and we as members of the Church, by, the, by virtue of baptism, we share in this mystical body. And, 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 and Mary, the Blessed Virgin, is our mother, and, and she's not frozen in the pages of sacred Scripture. She's very much our mother today, you know, and and so some of the, uh, she's trying to prepare us. Uh, but just a, ten quotes that I found this morning. Uh, in fact, this Saturday is the feast of Our Lady of Lourdes. I'm going to probably, if probably tomorrow, we'll read uh, Saint Bernadette's account of the apparition because it really is very beautiful. Uh, the humility, the simplicity of it all, and but uh, at, at the uh, in the apparition. This is, it took place in the 19th century, in 1858, I think. But uh, among many things, she said, Penance, penance, penance. Pray to God for sinners. Kiss the ground as an act of penance for sinners. You know, we, We've we got to... This is our mission right now. Uh, again, we talk about synod on synodality. Uh, it, it should be, uh, you know, rather than... Uh, Well, we'll get into this, but inclusion, welcoming, dialogue. um, What was the other one? Inclusion, company. Yeah, of course, if we're living the gospel message, then we're doing all this, right? Mm -hmm. But is God all-inclusive? He he certainly died for all of us. Uh, But if we choose not to follow the God's way, if we choose disobedience to the commandments of God, knowing those commandments... If if knowing God we we reject Him we deny Him I mean as, he, as Jesus said if you if you're unfaithful I remain faithful but if you deny me I deny you now do we believe or do we not believe you know the full counsel of God uh, not just uh, get is and, and and God says this of Himself He's not a permissive God He says I'm a, a a demanding God exigente um. The, the beginning of wisdom is the fear of God, you know, and, uh, and and then again all this goes into the whole moral therapeutic deism. I've, I brought all this down here with me, but let me go through these quotes mm-hmm. of Our Lady, uh, yeah, Our Lady of La Salette, who, by the way, everything she said there is 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 come to is coming to pass in our present day and our present time. Uh, and she said then to the children, she says, people, people do not observe the day of the Lord. They continue to work without ceasing on Sundays. Only some older women go to Mass in the summer, and in the winter, when there is nothing else to do, they go to church to ridicule religion. Latin time is ignored. Men swear taking the name of God in vain, the disobedience and disregard of god's commandments are the things that make the the hand of my son heavier in other words warning us uh, of chastisement it was there at, at la salette that she appeared seated and crying weeping uh, our lady of fatima i want you to i want you to come here on the 13th of next month to continue to pray the rosary every day in honor of Our Lady of the Rosary in order to obtain peace for the world and the end of the war because only she can help you. This was to Blessed Jacinta Francisco Marto and Sister Lu- Lucia dos Santos. Um, but th- that's just part of the message. Uh, but she, f- she forewarned of greater wars that would come and even the annihilation of nations if people didn't return to God. In private revelations to uh, Sister Lucia, because Jacinta and Francisco, Francesco died uh, early, as, as she said they would. Uh, they died actually in the, the plague that took place in 1918, I think it was. Mm-hmm. Um, she appeared in 1917. But the message is uh, more pertinent today than it was then. Uh, she, she spoke about the... Uh, the assault on marriage and family, uh, the divisions in the church. Uh, you, you go back to Quito, uh, Ecuador, 500 years ago, or Akita in Japan, or Our Lady in Rwanda. I don't have quotes from these, uh, th- these apparitions, but I mean they're, they're, they're all consistent, it's consistent. Um, at Our Lady of uh, Banay, I am the virgin of the poor, the humble, um, humility. Is uh, the antithesis of pride. Uh, We become a very proud people, uh, overtly proud, uh, breeding narcissism. Again, in in Fatima, pray, pray a great deal and make many sacrifices for many souls go to hell because they have no one to make sacrifice and to pray for them. And I I I mentioned this last week, and I don't know if it was on the radio, certainly at Mass, because we had a reading, and I don't remember what, what gospel it was or if it was uh, uh, one of the, epif- uh, the epistles. I think it was from the gospel. But the um, that we, uh, if I can quote again Pope Benedict, the false deities, the false gods will be unmasked with the, hum- uh, the suffering faith of humble believers. And, uh, you know, having the confessional door open so often, i hear you know the cries of the people the suffering hearts of mothers and fathers and even of children of uh, young people uh because they feel in even in their own families that they're they're very much alone in keeping the faith in keeping the faith well they they, they suffer the faith in, in humility because they, uh, they they believe in god they, I, I believe god has chosen somebody from every family to bear the faith of that family it's it's it's, a, it's it's a unique participation in the sufferings of Christ because scripture says that we make up what is lacking in the sufferings of Christ uh, i think we talked about that the other day uh, there's nothing lacking in the sufferings of Jesus a redemptive atoning expiatory death and resurrection there's nothing lacking in that but that, the, that Lord, the Lord has ordained that we participate in the ongoing work of redemption because we're in the exile and we're in spiritual war. It's a, it's, we're being, uh, again, the enemies of the soul. The world that doesn't acknowledge God, the free reign of the flesh, and the devil who deceives, seduces, creates the illusion, and is also the accuser met with a man uh, just a couple of days ago who is a clear example of somebody who has been completely seduced completely deceived, bought the illusion and is feeling deeply the accusation of the enemy that he's no longer worth anything for God or anybody and you know because he, uh, he, he bought the bait and, he, and it, what, did it, what does it do? You know, it, it, it brings you into this downward spiral into the into in, into the abyss of darkness, into a into a living hell, a living hell, and the, but there is but it, there's a way out, and that that way out is uh, Jesus Christ, and so it's there's, there's got to be a call to conversion to repentance. Um, again, at Fatima, pray pray a great deal and make many sacrifices. From uh, I read that one right, uh, Our Lady of Guadalupe. I am your merciful mother, the mother of all who love me and of those who cry to me, of those who have confidence in me. Here I will he- hear, speaking of in uh, Mexico at the, on the Hill of Tepeyac, here I will hear, here I will hear, with my ears, their weeping and their sorrows, their necessities and misfortunes. Listen and let it penetrate your heart. You know, to to know that we have an advocate, a one who intercedes on our behalf, a mediatrix, a co-mediatrix. There's only one mediator, Jesus Christ. But there again, as he calls us to partic- participate in the redemptive work, his own redemptive work, so he calls us to 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 participate in his his mediation. He's the, he's the one mediator, but we're all called to participate in his mediation, that's why we pray for each other. We pray for each other. Why was I called to the uh, hospital uh, this morning at three three o'clock, but uh, to offer prayers, to anoint, uh, to to offer the sacrament, and to anoint uh, the sacrament of the sick, and to pray. Uh, We prayed the chaplet, we prayed the litany of the saints. Um, We pray for each other. our Lady of the Miraculous Medal, I always wear the miraculous, miraculous Medal from St. Catherine Laboree, I feel so happy to be able to help the children who beg me for, for, for protection, but so many don't ever come to me. It's the Lady's calling us, our Lady's calling us, you know, come to me, I'm your mother. This is a, uh, repeating what she, what she uh, spoke to uh, Juan Diego in... Uh, on the hill of tepyak again from our lady of fatima to save the souls of the poor sinners god wishes to establish the devotion to my immaculate heart throughout the world you know that we've been given a mother you know from the cross jesus you know god the father so so loved the world he sent his only begotten son not to condemn but to save the world but the 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 last great gift before the 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 great gift of our redemption was that he handed from the cross, he handed his, he handed his mother over to us. As he, he looked at John and he said, He looked at his mother's woman, uh, behold, this is your son. He's a beloved disciple. He represents all the disciples of Jesus. And he said, Son, behold, your mother. And so that solidi- solidifies the family. We're part of this mystical body, this family of God. We have a mother and we, we, we should go to her. Uh, we don't ignore our mother. As the Holy Father said, Pope Francis actually said this, that uh, uh, Christians without Mary are like orphans. Uh, to Lour- uh, to St. Bernadette, again, our Lady of Lourdes, uh, and again, this is a, a repeating what's written in the Gospel. She says to St. Bernadette, I do not promise to make you happy in this world, but in the other. Jesus said, "In this world, you're going to have trouble, but have courage and be at peace. I've conquered the world. Yeah, you know. Again, uh, to Juan Diego, at uh, in at uh, Our Lady Guadalupe, I am I not. Am I not here, who am your mother? Are you not under my shadow and protection? Are you not in the crossing of my arms? Is there anything else you need?" You know, so those are just some of the these messages I just happened to come across this morning. But it I was inspired by, you know, to, to, to look at these. There are many. You know how you download these things. I just mm-hmm. wanted to, because I, wa- I was looking for some more of some of the apocalyptic, uh, um, prof- prophetic uh, messages uh, of Our Lady pr- uh, pertaining to our time, the time in which we're in. But th- that, uh, that this statue stands unscathed. While the whole cathedral is in 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 ruins, and this has happened in so many places all over the place, we read about it all. We see it all the time. We see the images. Uh, is it not God, Our Lady, saying, "You know, don't you don't 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 lose hope. Don't lose hope. Uh, we're born to die. We don't know how we're going to die." So I, you know, I recall when I was um, in the. Uh, first diagnosed with cancer and, uh, again, this is seven years ago, but, uh, the nurse par- practitioner, she said, and I, I'll never forget this, but she said, isn't it a, a wonderful thing to know how you're going to die? And I thought that was real at the, at the time, it was not really what I wanted <laughs> the, to hear, right. but it, uh, but it certainly didn't leave my, my thoughts. And if we, if, in fact, I just ordered a book, um, because I want to use this for Latin reading, on the four last things, mm-hmm. uh, death, heaven, purgatory, and hell. Uh, I thought it'd be nice to read about those things. Yeah. But but the saints have said, keep death before you, and you will live a, a holy life. So uh, we'll take a break uh, and we'll come back. I realize we haven't prayed, but let me, let me just offer a prayer right because I want to try to get into this other thing. But let me just offer a prayer for. Uh, Teresa, and for any of you who are out there who are suffering in mind and body and soul or in spirit. So uh, let us pray in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Heavenly Father, we come before you in faith and in gratitude for the gift of life and uh, the gift of this day. Uh, uh, I place in the palm of uh, uh, your hand that you place in the in the Sacred Heart of Jesus, and the Immaculate Heart of the Blessed Virgin Mary, uh, Teresa, Teresa, and her entire family, and, and, and all those who have asked for our prayers, those who are suffering in mind and body and soul, or in spirit, uh, we certainly uh, entrust to you, uh, to, to the Heart of Jesus and to the Heart of Our Lady, uh, all those who are suffering in, in Turkey and in, and in Syria, those who are suffering the devastation of this uh, horrific earthquake and people throughout the world who are suffering uh... in the ukraine uh... in war, war, war-torn co- countries in in nigeria throughout the various parts of africa uh, people suffering in the streets of our own city of chicago uh, suffering is is everyone, er- everywhere father and for this you haven't condemned us to be here forever. Uh, uh, help us to understand you're not a magician that just waves a wand, but that you call us to conversion, you call us to repent of our sins, you call us to obedience uh, to your commandments, which you've given to us so generously, so lovingly, so that in this disordered world, in this world where uh, we're constantly in a spiritual battle, that we would have some semblance of peace. and and have the means to to, to be for each other, uh, uh, not only giving witness, but that we uh, truly uh, take care of and carry each other through this life. We ask that all dark and diabolical powers be banished and sent to the foot of the cross in the name of our Lord and Savior, uh, Jesus Christ. We pray for the Church. It's suffering so much, Lord. Father, today the, ch- the Church is so divided, and uh, it, it, it feels uh, truly that that evil has infiltrated uh, the highest places of the church. Uh, and and I say this, uh, Father, in the name of your Son, with great humility, uh, but uh, so many are, are so confused uh, at a time when we need clarity, uh, when we need tranquility and peace and worship, uh, that tranquility and peace is being disturbed. Uh, You're permitting this to happen, perhaps to awaken us uh, to defend the truth. And so we pray for the grace to defend the truth, for prudence in knowing how to defend the truth, um, respecting the office of the papacy and the office of the the prelates, the episcopacy, and the the shepherds, the the priests and the deacons, uh, marriage... uh, as you've ordained between man and woman, uh, that from the union of man and woman, children be born, they be given life. Uh, the whole world, Father, is, is, as you well know, more than all of us is in turmoil, is in crisis. It, it feels, Father, that we're, we're passing to a cosmic upheaval, and, and we beg you to, to give us the grace to be the remnant, your, your beloved son Jesus said that, you know, when he comes, will he even find faith, or rather hearts that are gone cold? We pray by your grace that we keep the faith uh, up against uh, so many odds, that we we, we, we we push against the wind, swim against the current, that we keep ourselves open to the outpouring of your grace, that, that uh, not only do we allow you to, to purify and to transform, but to truly sanctify us, that we be the saints of our day uh, in order to confound the wise of this world. Uh, come what may, uh, we, we, we just pray for the, uh, the, the grace of perseverance in humility, acknowledging that you are God and there is no other, and, and Jesus Uh, Your beloved Son is the way, the truth, and the life, and it's through Him that we have access to you and all this by the grace and the power of your Spirit. Uh, I place all suffering people, uh, all confused people, uh, I place the entire church under your divine providence and, uh, and, and place all under the care, the solicitous care of the Holy Mother of God and all the angels and saints. And so we make this prayer O oh God our Father in the name of your Son our Lord Jesus Christ who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit God forever and ever amen amen oh, Mary conceived with us and
0: pray for us whoever we to thee
3: Saint Joseph pray for us in the name of the Father the Son and the Holy Spirit amen, amen. okay everybody I'm, we're going to take a break now I'm Father Anthony and when's a change? on the new EWTN Catholic Radio Voice for Chicagoland WSFI Catholic Radio on AM 750
2: WNDZ and on 88.5 FM WFSI. How long has it been since you have been to church? Busy schedule, work, or just lost interest? To be Catholic is not just merely attending Mass as just another weekend activity to be checked off the to-do list. Participation in the sacred liturgy gives you the opportunity to be intimately connected to Christ through the Holy Eucharist. You can also cleanse yourself of sin through the Sacrament of Reconciliation as a baptized Catholic. Come before the iconic monstrance to be in Christ's presence in the sacred silence of the Sanctuary of the Divine Mercy, St. Stanislaus Koska Church. It is open 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. St. Stan's is just off the Kennedy, two blocks north of Division on Noble. Come back to Christ through the sacred liturgy and his gift of the sacraments at St. Stan's. We are the students of St. Stanislaus Kostka Academy, and you're listening to the Winds
1: of Change. St. Stanislaus Kostka Academy. St. Stan's is an exceptional private elementary school in Chicago, serving preschool, age three and four, pre-kindergarten, kindergarten, and first grades. We incorporate Catholic values and rigorous academic social-emotional learning, Chinese, Spanish, STEM, and more, providing our students with leadership and life skills to transform our world. St. Stanislaus Koska Academy is conveniently located one block north of Division on Noble, just off the Kennedy Expressway. To schedule your tour, visit ststanschicago.org,
3: Chicago o-r-g Welcome back, everybody! Thanks uh, for being with us. I'm Father Anthony. And Winds of Change. Uh, the TNT. Uh, t- uh, Tony. Uh, t- I was going to say t- 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 Tony tim and <laughs> Tony, Tony, Nick Tony Nick and, Nick and, t- and tim. T- tim. Tim. <laughs> tim. tim t- uh, Tony. Tony and Tim. Tony Nick and Tim. I'm Tony Nick and Tony. Wow. Tony Nick and Tony. Uh, you can yeah. tell I haven't slept much at all. So. Right. Uh, I can feel it. I'm beginning, beginning to feel it. Yeah. I was just going to, you know, uh, I, I, I don't. Ha- we're not going to have time to get into this. I, I keep wanting to get into this uh, synod on synodality, mm-hmm. inclusion, welcoming, uh, dialogue, uh, to accompany. And uh, Bishop Barron has a, a great article. But but the, what, what's not being heard is the call to conversion, yeah. a call to repent. Uh, a call to holiness of life. It's uh, almost as if... And it and it all goes back to this uh, moral therapeutic uh, deism, which I've talked about before, and I, I don't even have the time to go through this whole thing. We'll, we'll come back to it. But uh, moral therapeutic deism is a, a kind of Gnosticism. It's, it's, it's what's morphed into, into the church. I've talked about it before, but it, it, there are five elements, you know, that, that God, uh, a God exists who created and orders the world and watches over human life on earth. That's number one. Okay, so we can't, we can't argue that. Uh, number two, God wants people to be good, of course, to be nice, of course, to be fair to each other, as taught in the Bible and by most world religions. Uh, that's true. Uh, to a certain extent, but we're also called to admonish. Right. If if we see uh, people, individuals or people going down uh, a wrong path, where whereby they're going to contribute to the disorder, then there has to be. Uh, it's it's not just about being good and nice and fair, but it's to admonish, which is an act of love. You know, correct the sinner. Uh, so I was going to was I, I started to tell you about this Anglican Church. Mm-hmm. Who is have had the synod they're in the synod, and one of the members of the synod uh, said that homosexuality was a sin, and he was turned over by the Anglican Church to the authorities. <laughs> well, wow. figure that out. It's the day we live in. This is the world we're living in. Yep. The clown world we're living in. Uh, the third uh, uh, premise to this. Uh, Moral therapeutic deism is the cent- and this is uh, completely contrary to the gospel. The central goal of life is to be happy and to feel good about oneself. I just read what Our lady said to St. Bernadette. I can't promise you happiness in this life. What Jesus says, you're going to have trouble in this world. Uh, take courage, be at peace. I've conquered the world, and you know we're never pro- we, we were never promised happiness in this life. Uh, happiness will come only after we pass through the sufferings of this world, to this valley of tears. It, it, it boggled my mind when the Holy Father said that this is not a valley of tears. I said, "Well, what you know? What what, what world are you living in? I mean, what what do you see that I don't see? You know? <laughs> Show me." I, it it I, I I I just I'm befuddled by some of the stuff that, that he says. You know, there's many good things he says, but there's uh, so many... He's created so much confusion. And again, I, as I say, we're uh, the, the Pope, cardinals, bishops, priests, deacons, we're not above criticism. We're not above challenge. We need to be challenged. You know, and especially today, we need to be challenged to the truth. And yes, uh, to uh, a fraternity and... And uh, love of neighbor. I mean, the, the the great commandments: love the Lord your God, uh, with your mind, your body, your soul, your spirit, and love your neighbor as you love yourself. But um, uh, but the the goal of life is to be happy and feel good about oneself. No, that's not the goal. the The goal of life is to to know God, to love God, and to serve God, to be obedient to God, to fulfill God's will. Thy will be done, and uh, that means first and foremost that we're obedient, we fulfill, we love the commandments of God, which are given to us to protect us and protect others. Um, and then number four, again, this is contrary to the faith, God does not need to be particularly involved in one's life except when God is needed to resolve a problem. That's not good. Not good. <laughs> <laughs> Even that, it just, just if I didn't know anything, that doesn't sound right no but that's what's that's this is all moral therapeutic yeah, deism this it's yeah. a kind of gnosticism it's a heresy it's it's morphed into the church in a big big way and then finally good people go to heaven when they die <laughs> um it's part of the problem you know uh that's why our lady said pray for you know do penance 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 uh, uh pray for sinners uh uh, if we don't change our ways, you know, there are, there's, there are consequences, you know. Uh, St. Paul, in his... I was actually looking to... Uh, I, I, and I, I really challenge all of you to take a look at those little epistles that we never read. Uh, you, or Rarely do you read them, but the epistles of the letters of Peter in the Bible. They're toward, toward the end of the Bible, right before the book of Revelation, just read. They're they're very short. They're very short. I'm looking at one Peter. Uh, it's got one, two. Let's see, chapter five. Uh, let's see, chapter five. I only only five chapters, and they're short. It's very very short. Maybe maybe six chapters. No, five chapters. That's the wow. first letter of Peter. Read it. Read the second letter of Peter. It's a very short one too. Um, one two, three, only three chapters. Uh, the first letter of John, you got to read that. you got to read that. There's one, two, three, four, five, five chapters. got to read that. Uh, the second letter of, of John, another short one, and it's here that, uh, let's see, yes, I wanted to read this. Many deceivers have gone out into the world. Those who do not acknowledge Jesus Christ as coming in the flesh. Such is the the deceitful one and the antichrist. And he'll talk about antichrists, and there are many of them today. The the apostasy is antichrist. Uh, Look to yourselves that you do not lose what we worked for, but may receive a full recompense. Anyone who is so Progressive, as not to remain in the teachings of the Christ, does not have God. Whoever remains in the teaching has a Father and the Son. If anyone comes to you and does not bring this doctrine, do not receive him in your house or even greet him, for whoever greets him shares in his evil works. Can you imagine that? Well, I mean, you think about And, you know, this is a, an interesting thing, too, that I was reading. Uh, let's see if I can find it here. It just happened to be on the, fo- on the following page in the, the third letter of, of John, or is it Jude? I uh, no, it was the Jude. So then you get the... Uh, uh, so the third letter of John is very, very short. It's only, two, it's only one page. Wow. People, you should read these <laughs> letters. Read them in view of the times we're living in. And then there's a, the letter of St. Jude, uh, all about false teachers, Again, that's only one, two pages, you see? Very short, and then you get the book of Revelation. But he, but listen to what he says, because, you know, when it comes to Sodom and Gomorrah, uh, you know, and as and, and, and somebody said, you know, the Bible will be forbidden re- reading eventually. It'll sure. be forbidden re- reading. But uh, in the church, uh, among the very progressive people, uh, I've heard it said over and over. Well, the sin of Sodom and Gomorrah was just really about, it was a sin against hospitality. Uh, I hear that over and over and over again. In the letter of St. Jude, I wish to remind you, although you know all things, that the Lord who once saved a people from the land of Egypt later destroyed those who did not believe the angels too, who did not keep to their own domain, but deserted their proper dwelling, he has kept in eternal chains and gloom for the judgment of, for the judgment of the great day. Likewise, Sodom and Gomorrah, and the surrounding towns, which in the ma- in the same manner as they indulged in sexual promiscuity and practiced unnatural vice, serve as an example by undergoing a punish- punishment of eternal fire. I mean, how do you read that? Um, similarly, these dreamers, nevertheless, who also defile the flesh, scorn lordship, and revile glorious glorious beings. Revile! I mean, what did you see at the Grammys? <laughs> you know? Wow. Or this... Uh, uh, I mean, this is all, read all those little epistles, you know. Mm -hmm. I swear, I wonder, you know, what scripture, it it goes down to the question, do you believe in God? Do you believe what is written in sacred scripture, taken as a whole, the full counsel of God? Um, Paul, in his letter to Timothy, I charge you in the presence of God and of Christ Jesus, who will judge the living and the dead, and by his appearing in kingly power, proclaim the word. Be persistent, whether it is convenient or inconvenient. My friends, we're in an inconvenient time. Elsewhere he'll say, whether in-season or out-of-season, we're in an out-of-season time. For the time will come, he says, when people will not tolerate sound doctrine, but following their own desires, and insatiable curiosity will accumulate teachers and will stop listening to the truth and will be diverted to myths. But you, be self-possessed in all circumstances, put up with hardship, fulfill your ministry. And even in fulfilling our ministry, we're reprimanded by our own. It sounds like today... Well, it Boy, is today. it sound like It today. is today. <laughs> it is today, yeah. you know? All right, everybody. Uh, thanks for being with us. I was going to say have a nice weekend, but we'll be back tomorrow. And may Amen. Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Peace be with you. Ciao.